0: This is your host, Michelle, and you're listening to Old TV with a New Twist. Let's see what classic television show we're watching and talking about this week. and welcome to episode 23 of Old TV with a New Twist. Today, we're gonna be talking about the classic TV series, Bewitched, which was suggested to me by my coworker, Libby. So Libby, thanks for the idea, and this goes out to you. Now, joining me for her fourth time at the microphone, and I don't think she knows this, but when you've reached four times, you're considered a podcasting veteran, my daughter-in-law, Lindsay, the veteran. Lindsay, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me again. I'm so glad you're here.
1: How does it feel to be a veteran? feels good. A veteran feels, podcaster. Yes, I'm pretty
0: excited. Never <laughs> knew I would become such a such a thing. It's a monumental day. <laughs> right? Lindsay, mark it on your calendar. You're going to want to celebrate this every year. Okay, so we're here to talk about Bewitched. Real quick, the, the Fast Series facts are it ran from 1964 to 1972, eight seasons, 254 episodes, and two Darrens. We're going to talk about the two Darrens later. Basic premise is it's a mortal man who marries a witch, and we don't mean a mean person; we mean an actual witch. But so, Lindsay, tell me, what did you know of this series? Had you ever seen it? I,
1: I had seen it; I definitely remembered it. Um, not any details or anything, but seeing the um the intro and everything, it brought it brought back more memories. I remembered that pretty perfectly, and her little her little nose twitch and mm-hmm. what it was. Even the music was familiar, right. so I did remember
0: it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Now this episode has a very interesting title. (laughs) It's season two, episode 36, What Every Man Should Know. Now, before we begin, Lindsay, (laughs) we need to just, you and I need, what do we think every man should know? Let's try and make it short. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) What do you think every man should know, Lindsay? Hmm.
1: The old saying, you know, especially a married man, Happy wife, happy life. Know how to uh, maybe follow some direction and just be there to have his wife's back and do what she's asking. Usually works for most. There you go. It's
0: it's so simple, isn't it? Right. I mean, why to me, can't more of them get it right? Mm, not sure. <laughs> um, I agree. Now, what I put was okay. So now that we've got that cleared up, Lindsay, men need to understand that most women take some kind of maintenance. Like if some, like I'm not high maintenance materialistically or monetarily, but emotionally. <laughs> right. So know which one your lady is and, you know, learn how to handle us and put down the toilet seat. Exactly. So I mean, yeah. simple, simple, very basic, simple, basic you know, things. Um, but I Googled what every man should know. And you and I are way <laughs> off base. <laughs> so, So what does Google have to say? Google thinks... They need to fix things around the house, <laughs> know how to fix things around the house, know how to make a good cup of coffee, how to be good with money, learn to cook a really good meal. Only one. <laughs> what good is that? How to change a tire, obviously, and change the oil. How to sew. What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. <laughs> get Kayla busy making them curtains right? when you get home. Right. And And how to clean up after yourself. That's a good one. But oh, the other yeah. ones are so rudimentary. Of course, all, all men should come equipped, knowing that it isn't something they should have to learn. I would think so. Yeah, that's like basic. What is it like when you get a? What is it when you get a house? I mean, not a house, a car, and it's just got the basics. The basic, right? Air condition. You don't have to s- specify. I want my car to have air conditioning and doors that close and
1: right. it A steering the, wheel it comes with these certain things that make it work nicely. Yes. That's what Just they like should come, come with. with. Right. Yeah. Well, well okay. you should be proud to know your son does check off Google's um, what every man should know. There we besides go. the sewing, but hey. Besides what? Besides, besides the sewing, way. which I mean, I'm, I'm good with that. That's fine. I'm do a little cross stitch <laughs> myself. We, we'll manage.
0: <laughs> so, we're going to do a little episode breakdown. We are at the home of Darren and Samantha, Samantha Stevens. She's dusting she breaks a lamp and a little figurine and because she's a witch she just she's also clumsy Mm -hmm. (laughs) the way she broke that was really clumsy (laughs) but she just snaps her fingers you know voila they're fixed no problem with that you see a problem with that absolutely not no but her husband darren comes in go ahead Lindsay. what's darren's reaction to this he's
1: immediately like angry and frustrated like you know what are you doing? Um, you know, we talked about this. It seems as as though you're becoming more of a witch than a wife by day, and it's like, okay, she was doing something in my eyes that yeah, easy fix, exactly. easily fixed. Like, wh- why would that
0: bother anyone? Okay, yes, I agree with you. I think his anger was kind of disproportionate here. She fixed a vase. She, fi- you know what I mean. She didn't do anything really bad. My question was why. Girl, you're a witch. Why are you even dusting in the first place? That's what I was wondering. I guess,
1: you know, she's trying to seem a little more. But, I mean, if he if it bothered him even a little, when he's at work, yeah. it doesn't matter how the house got clean as long as he comes home. And, and it's clean. You know, right. This
0: is a gross <laughs> misuse of magical powers. Right. You know, I wouldn't have used, uh, used it, the powers to uh, unbreak the vase. I would have just not dusted in the first place. There That's we true. go. That's true. So he's all angry about it. And here's the crux of the episode right here. You know, he he said you're more witch than wife, and she said, Well, you knew you were a witch when you married me. And he's like, No, I didn't. You didn't tell me until our wedding night. Now, if all they did on their wedding night is talk, maybe they got <laughs> maybe they got the problems, problems than whether or not she's twitching her nose and fixing a vase. I mean, no, right. seriously, fixing broken tchotchkes is the least of their problems. I have to agree. And if he's sexually frustrated, I'm just saying it could be why he's Make- so disproportionately angry. You're right. Take okay, him upstairs okay. and fix it, Samantha, <laughs> and all is well. <laughs> Quick, easy fix. It's fine. Don't forget about fix. the base in no time. We could close the book. The episode's right, over. It's, it's over. It's done. Fixed. He's not mad anymore. <laughs> no, See? we've handled all their problems. So he points out, "I didn't know when I married you," and she's like, "Well, would you would have married? Would you have married me if you had known?" And his answer, um, did it convince you? Not at all. No, no, it no. didn't convince Samantha or me or no. Lindsay, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't too convincing. Same but he clarifies Luke. it. He clarifies it completely and absolutely reassures her by saying he was re- <laughs> reasonably certain and practically positive, <laughs> which clarifies nothing, nothing, nothing at all. And at this point, probably makes it worse. Yeah. Sure. And it proves that he is what your daughter calls my husband a weasel. darren's a weasel sorry pops darren's a weasel and therein we go into the opening yes yes so
1: classic huh i know i know
0: (laughs) the little cartoon you know i had it saved for mom's useless trivia but since we're on the opening i'm just going to tell you that that opening sequence is a cartoon. Now, not a lot of them have cartoon opening sequences, um, but it was created by Hanna-Barbera Productions, which is the creators of the Flintstones, the Jetsons, Scooby-Doo, my personal favorite. Um, So they're professional cartoon makers. They didn't just go to anybody to make this little sequence. And all of you Flintstones watchers, maybe people of my generation, that's why Samantha looks like um, Anne Margrock (laughs) in the opening segment. There was an episode of the Flintstones where Anne Margaret, they called her Anne Margrock. But Samantha in the opening looks just like Anne Margrock. And then I'm like, oh, because it was the people that did the Flintstones. Anyway, that's just interesting. that's pretty cool. It was actually professional cartoon people that did that opening. So, okay. So when we... Go back to the episode Darren's going to head upstairs to check on the baby because he has gotten himself into a situation that husbands get themselves into, Lindsay. He's put his foot in his mouth. He's dug a hole. It's going to be hard to get out of. She's not happy. No. Um, how's he going to get himself out this hole?
1: Well, like you said, <laughs> initially he runs away from the issue. <laughs> <laughs> Got to check the baby, right? Uh, let me go check <laughs> on our baby, you know, but um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to see if he's able to prove otherwise and actually convince
0: her otherwise. Right. So then Samantha's mother and Dora pops in. <laughs> I love Andor- Andora because she makes me look like a great mother-in-law.
1: <laughs> this is
0: true. <laughs> <See>? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I look like a really great mother-in-law next to her, but she's a witch and um, she hates Darren because she did not want her daughter to marry a mortal. She wanted her daughter to marry a witch. Although I have a hard time believing she'd accept anybody say I'm married. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. She gives off that like
1: hard to please, you know, that anybody wouldn't have yeah. wouldn't wouldn't do the trick for her. Yeah. She's not going to be happy. But Andora has an offer here to find out. Tell us what she's going to do. She is going to send Samantha back to the past in that moment to allow her to tell him prior to their wedding night that she is, in fact, a witch to see if he would have stuck around,
0: like he claims that he would have. Right. He feels, I know I would have married you if you had told me. And he says, okay, cast a spell on us, me, send us back. But isn't this the guy that was vehemently opposed to witchcraft five minutes ago? Yes. Yes.
1: Yes. And that's a bit confusing, but I guess once he feel I, to me like there's no, there's no proving otherwise. And he knows Samantha, she had gone to the past first. Yeah. She came back and, you know, she was, she was even more angered yeah. at that time. So then he's like, well, you didn't even give me a chance. You know, let right. me prove to you. I, I will, I'll show you that
0: that's what I have done. So then yep. he gets the chance. So they do. There's a lot of thunder and lightning and an arcane <laughs> spell is chanted and poof, they're back in the past. Yes. and she's coming over at his house to cook him dinner. And she says, but I need to tell you something about myself. And he's like, it doesn't matter what you tell me. She's like, well, it might matter. And he's like, I wouldn't care if you were a shoplifter, a moonshiner, or a cattle (laughs) rustler. And I'm like, where are they? The backwoods of Kentucky? What are we back into Beverly Hills? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Those are the three things. Those are the three deal breakers. So what, (laughs) let's talk about it, Lindsay, to, to, in this, this is obviously 1964 in, in the backwoods of Kentucky somewhere. I don't know. But, (laughs) What would be the, the deal breakers today? I would not marry somebody if what? What do you think people, somebody would tell you? I mean, I put, I was trying to, you know, compare since those are
1: not relatable in today's age, but I put like a criminal, um, a liar or an addict or something like
0: that, you know. But I asked Eden, I asked my daughter and she said, I said, who, you know, what is the most like frowned upon thing you could think of? And she's like, somebody that wears socks with sandals. <laughs> Crocs with socks. Yeah, you know. so um that's a deal breaker for eden so anyway since she's not a shoplifter a moonshine or a cattle rustler or any of the above she confesses to him she tells him she's a witch but she's got to go a step further and tell him i'm house haunting cauldron -starring, starring broom riding witch i'm like well god when you put it that way why don't you you know paint your face green and kill off some munchkins exactly. if you really want to
1: scare mom right you know? right she just put it all out there I was like that to me is not what you are though you can go ahead and say but let me you know what in, type of witch i am i'm exactly. a good witch you know this yeah. she she hit him hard
0: hey you see this is where she could have explained i'm the good one that comes and floats in on the nice pretty pink bubble i'm the good witch well i guess she i guess like, she
1: figured if i'm going to go ahead and let him know you know hit him with the worst and right
0: see. so but to prove it to him she uh, conjures up a full roast beef dinner because she went to cook dinner for him. <laughs> right. And then he don't like roast beef. So she immediately places it, replaces it with a big giant table full of a turkey dinner. Can you imagine how easy Thanksgiving day would be? This is like, so easy for you. <laughs> but anyway, he's like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm fine with it. Until what? Until she goes to, you know, she's so
1: excited by his reaction. She goes to embrace him. She gets close to him to give him a big hug, maybe a kiss. Before she can even touch him, he heads out the door. He runs
0: out of his apartment, leaving her there alone. It was like he was afraid to go near her. Like he was afraid of her at that point. Which, the way she described herself. I mean,
1: yeah. (laughs) Like if he were to be touched, I don't know, he'd turn into dust and, you know, be gone for good. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Immediately then they snap back to current day. Aha, you see, he would have left. And Dora was thrilled. Sam was mad. What happens? So
1: yet again, this is where he kind of, he's like, you know, of course, the mother-in-law, of course you're happy. You know, this is what you would have wanted all along. You you, you didn't even give me a chance. Like, I'd like to go back and show you that I would 100% have stuck around and been there. You know, you have to give me another chance. Like, I need, I want to go back. Send us back. Right. He demands to
0: go back. So he says, I want to go back and finish the cuckoo experiment, which (laughs) I agree with him. So he goes back again. He's at work and he tells his boss, I found out last night my fiance is a witch. And he's like, buddy, let me tell you, all women are witches. (laughs) Excuse me? I take offense to that generalization. (laughs) We are not. But just then she pops into the office to prove to his boss, Larry Tate, that she's a witch. (laughs) And he says he's enchanted by her. And she corrects him and says, oh, no, don't you mean bewitched? (laughs) <laughs> and I thought it was so cool because they mentioned the name of the show. Right away. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the I first time, and I watched this show, you know, back in the set, whenever it was on, and I never remember them saying Bewitched really? in the show. So that was kind of cool. But then he does what every red blooded human would do. Well, let's go ahead and use this. Let's go ahead and take advantage of the powers, and we're going to use it to help the business. Now, don't, I think his reaction is what anybody would do. Yeah, no,
1: I agree. I feel like as especially his role, he is the boss of what seems to be, you know, a big, a big business, a corporation, whatever it is. So yeah, he initially is like, wait, you know, he asks, are you able to, you know, change the minds of, of, of people and this? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. So he initially, he takes that and he, he wants to run with it. He's like, wait you know, this, this could be great for us. Yeah, this could do wonderful things for the both of us for this entire business,
0: for the business. And then in the marriage, let's talk about Darren not wanting her to use the powers at all at home, not to clean, not to cook, not to help benefit them financially, not to help benefit his business with their like health, you know, nothing. And I, I just don't think that's, Realistic, like how would Caleb, well, how would Caleb react? How would your <laughs> husband, my son, how do you think he'd react?
1: Um, so I think he would react as any human would, you know, a bit stunned, quite taken aback at first. Like, I'm sorry, what? what did you say? What exactly <laughs> does this mean? Mean for us? What does this mean? But I think after, you know, being with me or seeing the things that I could do as far as simple things like household tasks and stuff like that. I think he would learn to love and appreciate such a thing. You know, I'm a bit of a um OCD kind of clean freak. So I'm always, you know, stressing about picking up and cleaning and doing this after the kids and the dogs. If I could just sit there and relax a little and snap my fingers mm-hmm. and clean my house, I mean, I would be yeah. less stressed. So he'd
0: be more happy. Yeah. We'd both be good. Especially quality with the food. time with the kids if you didn't have Absolutely. to clean and do all these other Get things. Get home from
1: a late night of work. I mm-hmm. snap my fingers. We all have a lovely meal prepared.
0: <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't like that? Well, exactly <laughs> that's why and not only does he not want it not like he gets crazy angry, angry if she does it so it's yeah. a little i don't know maybe that's probably drummed up for the show but i agree i can't imagine anybody now obviously you don't want to use it for anything bad but just to hey help look it's a mean cruel world out there <laughs> we need we need any help we can get to help life be a little better and yeah. easier for us because yeah. life is hard making a living is hard raising a family is hard You've been given a little help. Take right. it. Why not use it? Use it. Yeah. Use it
1: responsibly. Yes. Carefully and, you know, in the right way. But, but uh, heck, use it, man. <laughs> absolutely. I'd be using the heck out of those. Uh, yeah. that magic cleaning tool.
0: So, um. well, we're all on board with that. But anyway, so Larry Tate, his boss, says, oh, this is great. We're going to use it for the business. You know, she don't like hearing that. So she's out again. That night, she comes to his house and he says, I don't care about any of that. I just love you. And I, I can't imagine my life without you in it. You know, I don't make a lot of money now, but I hope to make more money in the near future. And right before he can propose, the doorbell rings. And how does this all get derailed?
1: Oh, quickly. Um, <laughs> Very So
0: quickly.
1: his boss, Larry, comes in, interrupts, which, like you said, was about to be a proposal. Yeah. And immediately um, starts talking about how excited he is for what's to come for the business, basically implying that Darren himself is in on it and it Mm -hmm. was exactly what he's talking about that they're going to use her magic to better them better their business Mm -hmm. they're both going to advance because of it right thanks to her
0: and and darren had just said i hope to make more money in the future and he was being sincere like i'm gonna work
1: hard right for us like to provide better for us is how i took it and then immediately she took it as hold on you know you knew about this and he's like no And then the boss is like, you definitely knew about it. We discussed this yesterday in the office, you know? Yeah. And then she immediately gets her, her feelings hurt, gets angry. And she was like, absolutely not. Yeah. You're not using me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You will marry if I'm a witch, but it's only to use me, not because you love me. And boom, we come back to the present day again. Okay. So this is like wash, rinse, repeat. They're back to the present. He once again is mad Samantha's mad and and Dora's all happy because see, he wouldn't have married you. But once again, it's like, but let's go back and see, let's finish it out. So they go back again and Larry does confess, Darren wasn't in on it. An argument ensues between Darren and his boss. He quits his job. He wants to succeed on his own. And he makes Samantha promise not to use her witchcraft, like to help him in business or help them financially. He wants to support her, which anyway. So once again, he's about to propose. And then Dora pops in to try and stop it. Her mother, once again, proving what a great mother-in-law I am. (laughs) Um, She couldn't help herself. She said she wasn't going to interfere. But he keeps trying to talk and she keeps blinking him out into the hallway. <laughs> over <laughs> and over and over and he keeps coming back and he keeps coming back. I think it was like four times. It was funny. It was very funny. It was funny. Um, but then the proposal happens. He proves he loves her, even if she's a witch. He proves he can stand up, you know, to her awful mother. And he also proves that he's an idiot who <laughs> won't let her witchcraft help him in this cold cruel world. But anyway, right. um, so... Now they go back to the present and Dora was wrong. And to her disgust, you know, they kiss all is well. He would have married her if they played it out and he would have married her. And like I said, it's a pretty, I say it's a straightforward story, even though it was a lot of jumping around back and forth, back and forth. It was just a kind of simple little story. Yeah. You ever think, you ever think about that? If you could go back from anything in your past and just see, how it would have played out differently or something? Oh, story of my life. <laughs> Overthinker. Oh, I should have done this. I should have, I should have said this. I shouldn't have said that. Another thing you could do as a witch that would be helpful, you could go back and fix things that you did in the past. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but um, so let's do the usuals. Humor meter, uh, what would you give this on a scale of 1 to 10? Humor, I'd say like a 5 six maybe maybe I if had I'm a giving five. it I had a
1: five and I was you know me I always try to be nice but <laughs> uh, five was yeah I'd say five yeah um I mean one wasn't hysterical
0: but it was cute it was exactly. good
1: yeah yeah uh watchability meter watchability meter I put an eight.
0: Oh my gosh Lindsay I had an eight really
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> on the same page
0: did you have a favorite moment or a laugh out loud moment or yes uh,
1: for my favorite moment um I think it was the mother-in-law when she was continuing to throw Darren out, like that part—that's <laughs> That was definitely my favorite part. Um, we were not cheating off each other's <laughs> no. papers,
0: y'all. We cannot even see each other's papers right now. I just want to tell y'all that's that.
1: hilarious. Yeah, because that was it was funny and it was cute. And it, she is well, kind of jumping ahead, but she is my favorite favorite character. And I think who the mother-in-law because not that. <laughs> Because she made – like, I just liked her character, you know, although she was feisty and she was Mm -hmm. always intrusive and, you know, giving her opinion. To me, like, she – I don't know. It's kind of what made it funny when she'd pop in here and there and she you know, and then she'd pop out angrily and then she'd come back and then when she – popped in in the office right before the proposal. It was kind of like, well, that, to me, I took it as she wanted to say, okay, you say you would have stayed, but see if you would have met me first. That's kind of how I took it. So then yeah. when she was there and she didn't like what he was saying, she kept sending him out. And I just thought that was the funniest part. Yeah. She did it like four times. She put him in front of another apartment. He went to open the door. <laughs> it wasn't even his. He's like, <laughs> you see him
0: running around the corner coming back. He and, kept coming yeah, back. It was like he, he did all that because he loved her. Exactly. So it was really good. And you know about Endora through the entire series thinking about the storylines now the it's like she like added spice to the show I think yes. it would have been just boring storylines but she threw I mean she sends them back to like the 1600s in some points, so she'll she'll pop Thomas Jefferson in you know for a day and you <laughs> know polarizing. she's always doing I think she makes st- it exactly I really do that's why she
1: was my favorite character
0: (laughs) okay well my favorite was samantha i just like samantha i don't know i always like that actress elizabeth montgomery i think she's really pretty and just she is beautiful i really i really um liked her so so overall what do you think of this show obviously it's an old show 64 to 72 long before you were born right yeah i mean personally i liked it that's why for me for the
1: watchability like it left me enjoying it and wanting to kind of know where the story would go. I thought it was kind of cute. I thought it was a good story. I feel like it's a good plot. I want to see, you know, okay, how it all plays out.
0: Okay. Now, is there anything about this episode we did not cover in your notes that you want to say? Hmm. Do a little quick check back in your notes. Let's make sure we covered everything. I think we pretty much covered everything I had. I have a little bit of mom's useless trivia. <laughs> um, the Bewitched House... Um, From the outside, not the inside set, but the outside of the bewitched house. Their address was 1164 Morning Glory Circle in Westport, Connecticut. That's where they lived in Connecticut. And that house, the exterior was on the Warner Brothers lot next door to the Gidget house, which was the last show you and I podcasted about. Old TV with a new twist. Episode 16 was Gidget. And in that podcast i even mentioned that the gidget house was next door to the bewitched house <laughs> and now we're back to we're the back. Bewitched house. so that's a Making little a round round. yeah yeah <laughs> you and i have come full circle right, lindsay right. we should move down the street see what's next door <laughs> right and do that show next yeah. anywhere and as i talked about there was a darren switch yes okay when they started off uh dick york played mm-hmm. darren that's the guy we saw in this yes. episode He was fired in season five, very abruptly. Nobody knew why. He later, when interviewed, told of a back injury, he got making an old Western movie. And he said, and I quote, that was the start of it all. The pain, the painkillers, the addiction, and the lost career. Gotcha. So very sad. So we don't know what went down and why. I mean, he might have just very well had to leave the show because of the back problem. We don't know. Right. I mean, but they said he was fired. But the thing is, they fired him in the middle of the season and replaced him with Dick Sargent Sergeant, Yeah, with no explanation. Like, all of a sudden, and I even read about how they talked about, well, how are we going to explain this to the viewers? We need to say something. And the creator of the series or the producer of the series, William Asher, who was married, married to I Elizabeth Montgomery yes, I that was really said the best explanation is no explanation. I don't agree with that. You're a writer. I mean, g- have a disfiguring accident and come back with another face. Didn't you watch Dallas? I mean, <laughs> stuff like this. Do can something be done. for us. Right. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, they just switched him out just abruptly. All of a sudden he this different guy and the ratings on the show went down 13 points immediately. Wow. When they did that. Wow. So the audience, doesn't like being toyed with. No. Don't toy with us. No, the
1: audience agree- agrees with you clear- yeah. clearly.
0: Yeah. And there was some memorable characters that came along in this show. I don't know, like Tabitha is their daughter. You know, she used to do her little twitchy Uncle nose. She was so cute. Uncle Arthur, who was played by, um, oh, what's his name? Paul Lynn. Okay. And Dr. Bombay, who was like the kook witch doctor, who was cool. And Mrs. Kravitz, who was the nosy neighbor across the street. You Mrs. Have to have one Every, of those. Everybody has one. Right? Everybody's got a Mrs. Kravitz. You know, we had a, we had a, we had an Earl across the street. Oh, <laughs> Earl. He was sweet Rest though. Yeah, but he, he 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 had to know everything going on. You know, he yeah, was the he was a neighborhood watch. You Every, know? he
1: was. he was. I think though. he meant well, but he knew always what was going on. He was looking out.
0: He was for, for his neighbors. You know, when yeah. kids were hanging out by the pool and stuff uh, and setting fire to trees, he ran them uh, off. <laughs> you know, so it's always good to have a Mrs. Kravitz. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, that was a classic show that I think was just, I mean, it had a hook in that she was a witch. And it was funny, but not hilarious. But it was right. just a good little show to watch. Yeah. And one thing I always ask with these old shows, especially with you young, you young kids watching it, calling you a kid. <laughs> um, you have kids, I'm calling <laughs> you a kid, is that did it feel dated? Um,
1: I mean, I hate to always say the same things but honestly not as much as some of the others that I've watched I don't know okay. um, whether it be you know hairstyles clothing and stuff like that I don't I mean it was a long time ago but I sure. don't feel as it was um, I don't feel like it was as dated as some you know what I mean I right. feel like it was more relatable to like we. I guess I don't know their relationship and just the husband wife and mm-hmm. normal arguments and this and that like I just I didn't feel like it was as dated it's universal as, yeah, yeah. I will say I did a little research just to, you know, kind of have some background of the show. And like you mentioned, I did think it was really cool that the producer was um, Samantha Stevens, who she plays in the show. That was her husband. Mm -hmm. But I read something that was pretty crazy that said um, they were doing rehearsals for the pilot episode a year before the show began. So in 1963 and hours before the assassination of President John F. Kennedy um, oh, is when it happened. And what was crazy is that it, they said that it was extremely difficult for both of them, Elizabeth Montgomery and Bill Asher, because they were actually friends with him. So they had to go on oh. and start filming of this show that they had been planning and working hard for and all this hours after hearing about the death of the president, who was a friend to him. Oh. Yeah. So, they said that was like a really difficult time. Um, yeah. Oh,
0: man. Yeah. yeah. You see, that
1: puts a, a personal spin right, on it. Right, right. Like know? a real life, you know. Mm-hmm. Make, yeah.
0: I thought oh, that wow. was crazy. So, yeah. I put
1: fun fact and then I put in parentheses not so fun because it, you know, I just yeah. wanted to remember it. But, yeah, that was awful. Yeah. But that's like, interesting. Wow. That's yeah. an interesting yeah. fact. Yeah.
0: That mm-hmm. is cool. Yeah. So, okay. Well, Lynn, thank you so much. It was fun as usual. It was a wonderful discussion. And um, we uh, didn't mention Seinfeld in this podcast. So when we don't mention Seinfeld, when we say goodbye, we don't say goodbye. We just say Seinfeld. So say Seinfeld, Lindsay. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. This is Michelle, and thank you for joining us for this week's episode. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple Podcast, and join our Facebook group, Old TV with a New Twist podcast group. And tell us what you'd like to hear us talk about. We'll be back next week with an all-new episode of Old TV with a New Twist.